Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4 slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4 slash Lisa. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. So I want to play you something real quick. Listen to this. Most of our history, we didn't, didn't have those institutions. The FBI came in uh, during the First World War. And interestingly enough, the one thing that Woodrow Wilson did, he used the FBI to spy on American citizens and actually arrest them if they disagreed with his foreign policy about going to war in Europe. And isn't it interesting how recent they used it in the uh, Vietnam era? Democrats used it there, and Republicans used the FBI to spy on a hundred different groups in this country, including the churches, who disagree with the policy in uh, Central America. It almost looks like the FBI was designed to spy on Americans who might be disagreeing uh, with policy, especially the foreign policy. It's almost as if the FBI was designed to spy on its own citizens. That's from 1988. That is the former Congressman Ron Paul uh, predicting that and warning us in 1988. So what does Ron Paul think about the FBI raid on Donald Trump? What does he think about the state of affairs today in the country? Where is this all heading? What does he think about the loss of liberty during COVID? Can we get it back? So many questions for Congressman Ron Paul, and we're going to ask him because he's my guest on this episode of The Truth with Lisa Booth. That's right. We've got Ron Paul, who has been warning us about the dangers of big government, warning us about things like the Patriot Act, warning us about the FBI, warning us about the Federal Reserve, warning us about centralized power. So we're going to get his take on everything that's going on in the country right now, and there sure is a lot. He's also the host of the Ron Paul Liberty Report, a former member of Congress. He ran for president as the Libertarian Party nominee in 1988, also for the Republican Party 
and 2008, 2012. He's been right about so many things. I, I wish my ears were more open before. I wish I had listened more before about some of his warnings. But uh, we're going to get his take now. So stay tuned. Congressman Ron Paul. I just wanted to thank you for fighting for liberty for so long. I think a lot of us wish that we had listened to a lot of what you had to say earlier. I mean, we've really just seen this escalation and the loss of liberty, and you've been so right for so long. So thank you. Very good. Good to be with you, Lisa. I wanted to play this clip. Uh, This is you in 1988 talking about the FBI. Uh, Let's play it, and then we'll get to you on the other side. Most of our history, we didn't didn't have those institutions. The FBI came in uh, during the First World War. And interestingly enough, one thing that Woodrow Wilson did, he used the FBI to spy on American citizens and actually arrest them if they disagreed with his foreign policy about going to war in Europe. And isn't it interesting how recent they used it in the Vietnam era? Democrats used it there. Republicans used the FBI to spy on a hundred different groups in this country, including the churches who disagree with the policy in uh, Central America. It almost looks like the FBI was designed to spy on Americans who might be disagreeing uh, with policy, especially the foreign policy. I think a lot of people listen to that clip and they see where we are now and they're saying, you know, you were right about the FBI. What do you think about today's FBI? Well, it's uh, no better for sure. Uh, it's probably worse, but it was it was even pretty bad then. But its inception was bad. That's where the real problem started because it was a spying agency, and then they put a guy like uh, Jagger Hoover, you know, in charge of it, and he he was an evil person that used it as a political wedge. So it started out very badly, and there was nobody there to to monitor it. And uh, for years it went on, and he was like, uh, Jagger Hoover was like a saint, and he was uh, endorsed by Republicans and Democrats. And even today, you know, it's very hard for conservative Republicans to challenge it because most conservatives uh, will agree that, uh, you know, we have to have a strong police. So they identify that with a strong police. But uh, then the thing gets out of control, and we end up with, uh, you know, the mess that we have today with the police forces that they that they they're supposed to protect people, then they end up uh, defending the police. So it's a real mess. So the the inception was wrong, and it's continued to get worse. There's been no monitoring of it. There have been a few people over the years that have spoken out, but uh, you know the mainstream media and the universities and the professors and most of the politicians politicians didn't look uh, one step beyond what seemed to be, well, we got to, you know, control crime. You know, people say, yeah, that's right. That's one thing government has to do. But uh, that's why that's why it's so risky giving power to government, even even if it sounds good, even if it's a little bit. Uh, it doesn't mean it's going to stay a little bit, and people should think uh, anytime you start something like an FBI or CIA or anything like that, they got to remember 1913. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have an income tax, but it's only going to be a percent on the rich. <laughs> and, and then look at the monstrosity we have now. We have not only the income tax, but we have the inflation tax and everything else, everything to feed in the big government. 
So unfortunately, the FBI is not part of a, a true republic. And uh, I don't think you'll find something very specific in the Constitution authorizing, you know, the uh, establishment of the FBI. And that in itself should have been on a reason it was never started. Well, and I think a lot of for, you know, concerns for a lot of uh, conservatives is just seeing that it's very political in nature. I mean, you know, we all witnessed this unprecedented raid on President Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago. Why do you think the FBI and the DOJ decided to uh, to raid Mar-a-Lago? I think they really fear uh, Trump. I mean, as uh, miscellaneous as his thoughts are, you know, uh, He's not a libertarian that has a couple principles. He does have conservative instincts. I think he's a very honest person, but he does challenge the status quo, you know. And I think the thing that really got uh, people liking him is when people got sick and tired of political correctness, where where you and then it's gotten worse since because if you don't. say things and do things and participate in a politically correct way, you get into trouble and you're the, you become the criminal and you can get canceled and punished uh, uh, for this. So this is, uh, this has been, been going on and it's a lot of, a lot worse. So, uh, uh, right now, I think what happened was, uh, nobody expected Trump to win. Uh, he was absolutely independent, challenged the, the status quo. I think it started off out out of pure jealousy. How could a guy like this win? And uh, then, because he was independent-minded, and obviously he wasn't an absolutist on the Constitution or as a libertarian, but I I tell you what, uh, he was doing some things, and he was popular, and the people liked him. So, uh, and the 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 enemy uh, disliked him, but it turned into hate. Boy, they they became obsessed with it. They would take anybody, anything. So, just think of how ridiculous this last uh, last election was. Anything uh, to destroy the image of Donald Trump, and uh, and then they would take take anybody to run so so they were able to pick somebody who would stay on a cellar and uh, get all their organized forces you know in the media and, and social media where they could uh, you, you know and plus uh, lying and cheating in the elections they were able to achieve it and uh, and, and win but I think it's uh, it's it's part of this part was uh, the jealousy turned into hatred and that's what's driving and the divisiveness is just horrendous because uh, I don't think uh, anybody really believes that there's a justice system. The American justice system is is pretty remote. And to have the FBI with this authority and the CIA, those those are uh, entities unto themselves. I see that with that much power and that much money and that much secrecy on their part and still – you know, the uh, uh, ability of them to continue to do this and, and do what they've done to Trump, I said, this is like there's been a coup, a coup you know, and I call it an invisible coup. They didn't go in there, and then they turned it around and pretend, oh, Donald Trump was really committing a coup with all those guns and tanks that he was trying to take over the Capitol with. I mean, it becomes ri- ridiculous, but the coup has been uh, that of uh, – 
political power, uh, the media, and uh, also the law enforcement agencies. That's bad news for us, and that's why uh, you know, a change this year is necessary. If if uh, the people who don't like what's going on, if they can't throw these people out of office, well, I'll tell you, we have a big job. But there's reasons to be optimistic. I think uh, the parents right now, that's what I like, the parents waking up over COVID. That kind of, that's the kind of stuff we need. People waking up and saying, hey, where have we been? <laughs> you know, and look at what's happening to our cities. So I, I reserve uh, a bit of hope that this year will, things will get improved. I mean, I know I've woken up, you know, COVID really opened my eyes and just seeing the government go in and closing, you know, restaurants and, and these businesses that people have worked so hard to create and just crushing them while letting, you know, Walmart and, Am- you know, like letting all the big continue, but then, you know, shutting down, you know, working Americans and, you know, and then just seeing the forced vaccinations and, and all of it really just, I know it really woke me up in realizing that liberty is free fleeting in America. And it's something that we have to fight for constantly, which is something you've known, <laughs> but a lot of us have been waking up. Yeah, and it's the indoctrination that is the uh, real menace for us, and that's been going on. Uh, yeah, we know what's going on now, and all of a sudden the parents are waking up and they're seeing what the kids are being taught and what's in the libraries and all this. But the, the indoctrination's been going on for a long time. I, I think it all started in the progressive era. Uh, you know, and that's when our foreign policy changed. That's when our monetary policies changed, you know, way back uh, in the teens. In 1913, obviously, we had major changes. But I think the real menace is the uh, – I, uh, are the are the universities where they have the professors who are you know dignified and they're intelligent people and they preach this uh, uh, this scheme that's going on. So uh, they got uh, they got most of the people in the position. If you didn't agree with uh, what they're saying, then you're unpatriotic. And then if you disagree with the professor, that means you're not scientific. If you didn't agree with these crazy people who locked us down. Oh, you're on, you're non-scientific. But even today, you know, all of a sudden it's becoming apparent that uh, Fauci's, Fauci's on the defense. Uh, and that, that's good. But it, it's a tedious job. And, and uh, the big thing, the big problem we have, whether it's monetary policy, economic policy, or all this social uh, regulations, uh, it's not going, you can't wave a wand and it go away and everybody has an understanding. I mean, there's going to have to be a lot of, uh, uh, you know, serious relearning. But uh, and you can't depend on the government schools. They're, they're in business to cling to it. You know, your pharmaceuticals are there to uh, maintain their financial power, the, the uh, military-industrial complex, their power through weaponry. Uh, to restore some common sense, I think it has to come from the parents. You know, I, I just, uh, I mean, everything is important. And when you get uh, a couple people in Congress speaking the truth, yes, that's a big step. But we're not going to all of a sudden get, uh, uh, you know, uh, a majority people in the U.S. Congress. Uh, we can get a majority that will be a lot better off than what we have and, and maybe see a shift. But to really change this, this whole idea about interventionism and the, uh, the police state and the FBI and the CIA, people aren't ready to say, oh, let's just get rid of them. Are they real willing? I found out in the campaign that uh, 
not not a whole lot of people, but more than most people realize, uh, don't want us to bring our troops home. Uh, they sort of like this. They like this macho business, and, and people like to be strong. Uh, well, I think you should be strong in the defense of liberty. That's where we should uh, design our, our strengths to go, is to, to protect and get people to understand. But to me, it's an educational thing. It's a moral problem. And the ultimate responsibility falls on our parents. Quick commercial break. Back with Congressman Ron Paul on the other side. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once, and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot power generators. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Do you think Americans care about liberty? I do when it affects them. <laughs> I don't think they understand the, the, the real notion of it. I think uh, COVID taught them a little bit about it. Uh, but sometimes they, uh, it's a distortion. They, they know that uh, 
if you tell them, well, that means you can do what you want with your life. Oh, they, they like that. But uh, then when you tell them, well, you have your responsibility, you know, to take care of yourself, that means uh, you can't depend on the government for anything. So they, they all of a sudden back off from this. But, yeah, they, they like the idea. I think it's very natural, interesting to, uh, to be independent-minded, I think children are like that they like to be independent but somebody has to guide them in how they use this independence but uh yes and i think where the positives are are on the uh you, you know the few people that are in congress that are good uh when they speak out that's and the, the the importance is their educational effort and also uh you know, I have spent a lot of time promoting the Mises Institute because that's an economic forum. And, the, and Leonard Reed, when he was in charge of the uh, Foundation for Economic Education, uh, he did that. So I think that education, and we're way ahead of it. When I first went to Congress in 1976, uh, some of the things I, ta I was talking about, nobody ever, what are you doing that for? Well, well why are you worrying about the Federal Reserve? I think that has changed. You know, there's some people now, you know, on Wall Street are trying to figure out what's the Federal Reserve doing. So, but and some of this stuff, you don't have to wait for a law to, uh, uh, you know, change it and get rid of the Federal Reserve. Some of this stuff is going to self-destruct. You know, and that's why, in a way, the main principle we have to have is freedom of choice. People can opt out. Education is one thing like that, and that's why I have a homeschooling program. Is that uh, you know, uh, and a lot of people are are going to private and homeschooling. Unfortunately, a lot of people can't afford it. But how can they afford? Uh, to send people to government schools and say it's for free when it's not for free. They spend way too much money, and the more money they spend, the worse the public education gets. But, uh, no, there are other options, and uh, there's a lot of people who have learned about uh, Austrian economics and about the Federal Reserve a lot more than there were uh, when I first went to Congress in 75. Not that I was responsible, but I tapped into the people who, uh, uh, who who were doing it systematically, and somebody like some group of like a Mises Institute, that's what they're designed for, is to train teachers, and uh, and that's why I come down really on a you know a more optimistic side. But I think you have to talk about what's happening and tell people how it happened, and that there is an answer. Uh, sometimes if you just tell them, well, you know, inevitable, there's going to be a nuclear war next week, and, you know, there's going to be depression, and no, it's bad, but there's an answer to it, and it's not complicated. It doesn't cost a lot of money. Uh, it costs less money. Just let the people alone. Uh, why would it be such a job that they say, well, there'll be chaos. Why would there be chaos if you didn't have to pay any income tax and you got to keep what you earned and you wouldn't have the federal government hounding you at all and you wouldn't have the FBI concerned because if they can do what they did to Trump, they can do it to all of us, and they have been. And what did we hear this last week? What was it, 87,000? Uh, IRS agents, you know, uh, that's uh, that's horrible. And uh, 
but 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 uh, hopefully more people woke up on realizing that the that the police force, not only the FBI, but the police force and the FBI uh, is is the enemy of liberty here at home. Well, I mean, the Department of Justice created a new domestic terror unit after January sixth to to go after the individuals involved with that, and then you know you can kind of see the trajectory of where that's going to continue. You know, it seems to all be going in the direction of people who don't share uh, the same ideology as the Biden administration. So uh, I, I think a lot of Americans are concerned about that and, and what that means for them. Uh, that, that, that's true, but it, it is, you know, people say say things that are half true. Biden is responsible, you know, for the mess we're in and all the inflation. Uh, he's made it much worse, you know, uh, what he's done to energy and all that. I contributed, but no, it, it's a bipartisan effort that's ingrained in the system because, uh, Democrats and Republicans do all the budgets and Republicans, you know, basically aren't good fiscal conservatives. There's some, if you want to find a few, they're in the Republican party, but uh, no, the spending just continues. So it's this philosophy of government, the government should be involved. Uh, I was in Washington, I think it was in 78 when they voted for the Department of Education and of course uh, tried to make some of those points. But uh, no, I mean, if we're serious, the Republicans, the Libertarians, the Conservatives and some some Democrats should wake up and say, this this is we've had it. You know, this doesn't work. We, we needed to get the federal government out of education. But that doesn't really exist. That's I had one. Uh, uh, congressman come up and he was sort of leaning in our directions, but he'd vote for an amendment to cut something in a bill, and then I, I would want to abolish the system. And uh, I asked him, how come you voted to cut a little bit, but not a lot? He said, Ron, you always just go too far. <laughs> but I say, uh, I give them an inch and they'll take a mile. And that's a, that's a harder one, thing to say, sell because they think, well, you don't care about the poor people. Well, maybe our libertarian cares more about the poor people because we know how uh, how productivity, you know, produces a lot of wealth. And if you're worried about the poor people, why don't we analyze why people are living in tents in major cities? And uh, that, that's what that's the message that that we don't do a good job on. I don't think libertarians and conservatives have done a real good job. Because our message is so powerful. It's not complicated. It doesn't cost money. It costs less money. Uh, but we don't do a good job in, in selling it to the people. But when they, uh, I found out when I campaigned uh, across the country, once it was discovered, and the young people discovered it more easily than the older people, once it's, disco- once it's discovered, it's really exciting, you know, and, and that's why I like to talk to college kids, in spite of the fact that college kids are so dependent. They say, oh, the college kids are a bunch of bums. You know, they owe all this money. But but uh, the, the the college kids didn't vote those student loan programs. In. It was the, it was the politicians that did that, and the uh, school teachers and and uh, the people who wanted to build school buildings and all this. So, but no, the message the message is there and the shift is there. But still, it, it would be. Uh, naive to say, oh boy, well, it's shifted. We're going to keep doing this. No, it's going to be a real struggle. Uh, it's going to be ups and downs. 
but I claim that the message of liberty is not complicated, and if the people hear it, they will respond favorably. And a lot of people don't seem to see the correlation between, you know, the more federal student loans you have and the, the more loosely those are given, the more colleges are, oh, we'll just raise the prices, you know, and then and then it goes down, yeah. the, you know, and then it goes down this vicious road of people, you know, taking out way too much debt, uh, you know, because colleges keep raising the prices. Yeah. Well, you know, the one thing that always bugs me, because inflation, of course, comes from uh, the pressures, the deficits, but the inflation comes from the Federal Reserve and the business of printing money and giving money out. But if you go in, if you talk to people at the grocery store, and especially the ones whose inflation rate might be, uh, you know, cost of living going up at 20%, because if, if, but they exclude uh, energy and uh, uh, they exclude uh, ener- energy, energy and food. Uh, oh, your inflation rate isn't so bad. But some people, that's all they spend their money on. So, but, but then if you ask them, what do you think should be done about this? They said, we need more money. Send us more money, and that's exactly what we've done, Don. And, and it was bipartisan. Trillions of dollars, six trillion dollars since COVID started, and it was a bipartisan thing. We sent more money, so it was obvious. Uh, it wasn't like predicting anything. It was like saying, hey, "That's it." You, you printed the money and you sent it. All you have to do is pick up the pieces, and we know exactly what would be the consequence. But so I want people to understand how it comes. But if they brush it off as a narrow political event and say, well, they, uh, they spent too much money on food stamps, uh, where, well, maybe they spent too much money on the military. You know, uh, they, people have to know exactly why that's happening. And, uh, and but when you get to talk to them right now, there were some statistics that showed that uh, the support for um, Ukraine, after all those trillions and billions of dollars we sent, uh, the support is backing off. Uh, and, and that's that's good. But there's so much suffering going on. But right now, there's there's two, if if there wasn't a majority of people saying send me more money, there would be no deficits. But they want they want more money. Everybody wants more money, and yet more money, too much money, was what diluted the value of the money, and it caused the crash. It caused the inflation and this. Uh, this uh, recession that doesn't exist, they say, oh, no, we don't have a recession. That's that's something else. Maybe later, uh, no, when, when they finally admit it, it'll, it will be a depression. And uh, they, they, uh, they will then have to deal with it eventually. But they need to have a better understanding of what true freedom is all about and why the individual is a much better source of solving these problems and that we don't need uh, an empire around the world. We don't need a Federal Reserve. We certainly don't need an FBI spying on us and we don't need a CIA participating in the coups around the world. I mean, it was a coup in 2014 in Ukraine that uh, got us involved over there and we're still there, of course. Quick break back with Ron Paul. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? 
because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Why do you think Congress is so intent on sending so much money to Ukraine? Well, the... um whether it's part of the empire, you know, it's a strategically important place. It's a battleground between NATO, uh, which is the West, which shouldn't exist, uh, and and the Russians. And so the Russians aren't the uh, they they are not uh, communists. They're they're not part of. Uh, they're not like Stalin. And yet uh, the contest is is we've painted them much worse than they really are. So people are saying, well, we have to de- we have to stop the Russians. Look at what they've done to Ukraine. Well, what we did was we threw out an elected leader out of Ukraine uh, and installed the people that were in there that has precipitated so much of this. So it's it's part of the empire, and it's and the people who ben- look to who financially benefits. It's the military industrial complex. They're the biggest lobbyist group in Washington. And uh, that if you don't support the military industrial complex, uh, very often that that group, that individual get targeted by them because they, they are so powerful. You know, one big problem I think we face is uh, corporations have 
you know, are essentially serving as an extension of the Biden administration. I mean, we saw this recently. It was reported that the Biden administration pushed Twitter to suspend Alex uh, Berenson, who had been, you know, going against the the Biden administration's narrative on COVID. You know, what what are your thoughts and and sort of uh, you know this un- unholy alliance between uh, corporate America and the left right now? Well, that is the yeah, that is it. It's corporatism. And it's been around for a long time, and it inevitably always leads to fascism, not uh, not the communism uh, of what Russia had, where they own everything and control every single thing. And uh, so, so the fascists are people where they sort of tolerate business people. But right now, we have the corporations are partners in government. That's why the social media is just an arm of the government. And they're the one, they're the enforcers of not following the government mandates and dictates because uh, you don't have, you don't have the, uh, you know, the armed guard and the army, uh, you know, marching around making you follow all these orders. It was always the corporations will cancel you, will punish you, will do this. And uh, they were so powerful that they got away with it. So, no, that combination that, w- that we have right now is uh, it's probably still in the stage of corporatism. And that is just influence. You know, they get the contracts and they get the benefits. And if you do this, you get a government contract and you can borrow more money than uh, than anybody else. And so that exists. And that, uh, that will g- just keep building. And it's uh, it's almost like we have fascism, American style, uh, but corporatism and this combination that you talk about, the combination of corporations and big government, it's lethal. And, uh, you know, this whole idea, and a lot of people were, were sympathetic that, you know, if you have a downturn, which you could protect, predict, the uh, corporations, there might be, uh, a corporation that suffered and gone bankrupt and a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. So people get sympathetic and I say, well, get, get some money from the government. So the, the government comes in and bails out the companies because they didn't run their companies right and they should have gone bankrupt. So they have to take the money from the companies that were productive. So they destroy good companies, pay off to the people who will obey the government and follow the, the government rules. Uh, they, they send that money to them. And uh, it, it just makes the whole problem worse. It, you should you should have total separation of of economic policy, just like we should have separation of uh, church and state. We should have separation of school and state, and uh, economic interventionism to serve the interest of special groups, which is which they do. I mean, uh, uh, you know, the military industrial complex is a perfect example of that. I do think those are big concerns as well with, you know, corporate America right now. And I, I think a lot of people's eyes have been open and, you know, so many fronts. I, I know President Trump opened my eyes to, you know, even just the way we, you know, deal with our military, right? You know, he, he, he sort of was able to flex a muscle without intervening, without this military intervention. So I, I think a lot of people have, you know, been awakened on a lot of different, uh, you know, fronts. I-, I wanted to to ask you: Is it possible to reclaim liberty once it's gone? Oh yes, there ha- has to be. They they can't kill ideas, you know. And and uh, freedom is an idea. 
And, uh, and, and, you know, when the time has come for one of these ideas, it is said that you can't stop it. You know, it isn't a military operation. Uh, an idea whose time has come will spread. And that's why I think the positive things we talked about a little while ago, uh, that's there. And they, they can't stop that. Even the social media can't stop it, you know, and the messages will continue to spread. There will, if we can't, uh, have, uh, uh, you know, good use of the internet, uh, there's other ways of spreading it. But I think there's competition now starting to build on the internet. And, and I think that, that is good. So it, it, they can't, they can't stop it. So it depends on the people, you know, and the desires. And, uh, and that's the biggest problem is, is how to, get, how to get, uh, people interested in seeing, seeing our problems as a moral issue. And the founders understood this perfectly. And they said, yes, this is what we're giving you. You're going to have a republic, but it's up to the people, you know, it's not up to the piece of paper where the rules are written. It's not up to the FBI, you know, to make sure we're, we're we live in a free country and we punish bad people. No, it's, it has to be with the morality of the people and uh, w- whether or not you can just right now, that's a major problem because nobody knows who to believe. But both sides in the power, the power is so drawn. Used to be that you could work with coalitions, but it's getting more and more difficult. So I would say it's very difficult. But no, it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be spending my time like I do if I didn't have an optimistic view that we can, uh, you know, move in the direction. And I think, in a in a minor way, we are moving in that direction. But uh, the people who've had, who are in charge and the philosophy that's been in charge for 100 years, they're pretty powerful, but we have to refute them. Well, and I think the challenge is, too, a lot of the times where you see this big growth in government, it's after a time of crisis, right? You know, you've got the Patriot Act after 9-11, during COVID, uh, you know, the powers that be really sort of used that crisis or even sort of manufacturing fear and manufacturing a crisis to you know, grow the size and scope of the federal government. So I think a lot of times people, you know, miss that because it's a time of fear and a time of crisis. Yeah, and that's, that's so difficult to figure out. And I think uh, I, I I think most of the time people think of everything is in a collective. Everybody has to come down on the same thing. But everybody, what I talk about is everybody has uh, their job to do. You, for some reason, you're you're you have a job right now that you're on the air and you and you you trying to get a message out, and people would you know especially young people in college they they said they they would be like sold on the idea liberty is great I want to do something they said, tell me what I have to do I said do whatever you want whatever you're capable of doing everybody has something and it's going to be different uh, you know I never I never had a basic goal at one time i'm going to congress i'm going to congress that's my goal in life uh it was never that my my goal was always i became fascinated with uh monetary policy and uh the federal reserve and i said i'm just going to speak out on because i think it's so important and it turns out that uh, from that i expanded it and a lot of other people you know picked up on that but uh i think an individual has to decide and then uh and and I'm just really impressed with how many people that uh, were campaign workers or helped me in in the election, the presidential uh, elections, that uh, really have gone out and they have their own their own little program. And, and the, the big the interesting thing is they have no idea. You probably don't have any idea if you're on 
uh, if you're, you know, reaching out, you don't know exactly how many people listen and how many people, you know, decide to, you know, uh, follow up and, and stay. So it, it's something you, you never know how many people are belonging to the remnant of people who are maintaining the forces of, uh, of the truth about uh, liberty and uh, morality. Is there anything else you'd like to leave us with before we go, sir? I think it is so important. Everybody has a responsibility. And uh, so instead of concentrating right now of the many problems we have, and we have big ones, foreign policy, I think, is a mess, and the economy is going to get worse before it gets better. But uh, I I think people should think that... uh, you, you, you know, there's every reason in the world that the positive things out there is more and more people are getting interested and we're making strides. So people just need to do it. And the other thing I tell people, you know, it is serious business. And I go to a lot of conferences. I said, if you come to a conference, you, you should come and have a little bit of fun because you're going to be associating with other like-minded people. And uh, that's, I, from my viewpoint, that's the best you can do. And uh, I, I consider it an obligation on my part and everybody's part is to uh, be as well educated as po- educated as possible, so that uh, some of these things, even though they're not complex, sometimes the explanations get complex and people get confused. But really, freedom is not a complex issue, and uh, I think uh, people just have to decide whether or not they're going to be on the side of liberty or they're going to sit on their hands or join the opposition. And, uh, of course, my advice is join all of us that are interested in preserving the cause of liberty. Well, and your son's really been leading the fight in the Senate throughout COVID and, and both sort of exposing a lot of the lies and really just trying to get to the truth as well. So we appreciate your son as well. He's doing a great job. Yeah, you must be proud. And I, I didn't realize that's really cool. You're the first representative uh, in history to serve concurrently with a child in the, the Senate when uh, he was first elected in 2010. So that must have been pretty cool. <laughs> that was different. <laughs> it happened, but it wasn't a strategy. You know, it just happened that way. <laughs> so Thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. Take care. Thank you so much. Oh, very good. It's been nice to be on your program. was Congressman Ron Paul. You know, he played that clip from 1988 uh, talking about the FBI spying on American citizens and those abuses. He also had warned about things like the Patriot Act and a number of other things, just you know, obviously raising concerns about the the bigger the federal government gets, the, the more we lose liberty. So appreciate him joining the show. And I appreciate you guys for listening every Monday and Thursday, but you can listen throughout the week. Please leave us a review. Write us five stars in Apple Podcasts. Want to thank my producer, John Cassio, for putting the show together and doing such a great job on that. Uh, Thanks for listening. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, this new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. 
I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 